Do you want to stay more focused on the right goals in your life or even just figure out what the right goals are for you? Do you want clarity? Do you want better work-life balance? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Success Through Failure. Welcome to the Success Through Failure podcast, the show that reveals failure as your path to success. You'll listen to intriguing interviews with some of the most successful people on the planet and learn how their failures became a launchpad for success and how yours can too. Here's your host, former Division I All-American wrestler, former Division I head coach, speaker, and personal coach, Jim Harshaw. Welcome to another episode of Success Through Failure. This is your host, Jim Harshaw, and today we're doing another solo episode I love doing these. I hope you love doing them. I've been getting a lot of downloads, actually, on these ones. It seems like uh, seems like you guys like these, so I'm going to keep them coming, uh, along with the awesome episodes, uh, like the ones I have coming up. Uh, Rourke Denver is should be next week. Uh, should be able to get that one out. And I interviewed Rourke. He's a Navy SEAL. Uh, just incredible dude, like a guy that I just really connected with. Actually, he was a, he was a lacrosse player at Syracuse, an All-American lacrosse player, and he actually told me that Navy SEAL training was fun. Yes. And I've interviewed that guy, and uh, <laughs> he's pretty awesome. Uh, and then I've got another guy. I just talked to Jeff Eggers. Matter of fact, today as I record this, I had a conversation with Jeff Eggers. He's a, uh, also a former Navy SEAL. He works with the Stanley McChrystal Group, the McChrystal Group. And incredible dude. They've got a new book coming out. He and Stanley McChrystal. Uh, wrote, co-wrote the book, and uh, man, Jeff is just an awesome dude, so I'm excited to interview him and get that one coming out. Anyway, got some great episodes coming out, um, and this one is tactical. This episode is not so much inspiring, but it's tactical, it's real, it's practical, it's, it's a framework, a process, a system for not so much setting the goals, I've talked about that in other episodes, um, but I, I'm going to talk really concretely about how do you actually, after you went through and you set goals, so if you sit down today, tonight, tomorrow morning, you actually write down your goals, how do you actually make sure like a week from now and then three weeks from now and two months from now, six months from now, you're actually still following through on the goals? Because it's that's kind of the tricky part, right? You know how to set the goals. You know how to sit down maybe and write out your goals. But how do you actually make sure that you're, you're actually doing them, you're following through and, and accomplishing what you want to accomplish with your goals, you know, despite and amid the chaos of life. Because, you know, if your life is anything like mine, it's crazy, man. You're, I've got four kids, and you know, so us for right now, it's like Allie is starting a new job. And so the logistics of getting four kids out the door to go to three different schools and one of them, our youngest, we have to drive to school. So I'm driving two or three days a week. Allie's driving the other two or three days a week. And she's going to her job. I'm going to my office. And it's just, or I'm traveling and on the road. It's The logistics of life are crazy. So how do you actually make sure after you've done the work to set goals that you can actually follow through on all this stuff? Oh, by the way, we've got a puppy and a cat. And a fish. The fish has been struggling a little bit lately, but I just wanted to tell you that uh, the fish is doing okay. 
um, I don't even know what the name of this fish. It's Isla's fish, my five-year-old. So she named her prior fish uh, was um, Christmas fish because Christmas we got them on Christmas, so it was Christmas fish. Can't remember the name of this fish, uh, so don't tell Isla. I don't remember. Anyway, so we've got the chaos of even a fish in our life changing his water, resuscitating a struggling beta fish. And uh, anyway, but I digress. So life is chaos. Life is busy, right? And so how do you make sure that you're, you're sticking to your goals? So I'm going to give you a framework, a process, a system to actually make sure that this stuff, that you can kind of come back to this and actually live it out, live it out in the real world because that's the hard part. I even have guys that I coach and men and women who I coach who set the goals and then they kind of like get lost and I have to coach them through this system, this framework that I'm going to give you right now and walk them through this so that it actually is real. And, and some of them, I've, some, some folks I have calls with every week, sometimes every month, and we actually go through, the one guy, we go through every month for one hour, Six o'clock in the morning. It's awesome because he likes to go early and I'm up early anyway. And I'm actually going to have him on the podcast at some point. So I'm not going to reveal quite his name just yet, but I'm going to have him on the podcast because he's writing a book and it's going to be an amazing book. And uh, we're doing a lot of work together right now, um, kind of helping him stay focused and getting this thing done. But anyway, we, we go through this, right? That's, that's one of the things that helps him do it. But I'm going to give you a framework or a system on how to actually do it. This is going to be step by step, and I'm going to give you eight key tactics for making this work. Actually, make that nine key tactics. So here's here's where you start. All right, um, the I start every year by doing the reveal your path system, and if you want to go through that, you can go through that on your own, or you can wait for the next group to launch. Or, but if you want, you're like, hey, I just want to do this thing. I'm ready to go. I want to set goals, and I actually want to set figure out how to set meaningful goals. If you want to go through that reveal your path process, you can do that on your own at any time. Just go to revealyourpath.com and select option one. Um, you'll see the debt, the, uh, the clock is expired on that because we don't have a group launch going right now, but you can do this on your own, uh, in the, in the sort of self study home study version is just the option one and that can, you can do that at any time on your own. When I say on your own, you're actually still going to have the Facebook group and you're going to still get a call with me, but you can do that. You can, you can go through it however you want to set goals. Obviously the river path systems is proven, um, but you can do it however you want. So start with setting your goals. Right, and the Revealer Path system. I have the goal setting template. Uh, it's a little bit different than the free one that you get if you just uh, go to jimharshawjr.com/action. You can get access to a, a free goal setting template. Um, but what you're going to want to do is set goals in the four areas of your life: relationships, self, health, and wealth. Okay, so relationships. That's self-explanatory. That's relationships with your family or with God or with your kids, etc. Self, that's maybe not so self-explanatory, but it's growth, impact, fun. So G-I-F, that's the way I remember it. Growth, impact, or fun. So growth means like learning a new skill or developing a new skill, right? Some, you, something, somewhere you want to grow. I mean, might mean taking a course or uh, something like that, right? Learning something new. Growth, impact is like philanthropy or volunteering or fun uh, is a third one. And that's like hobbies or things that, that you love to do. For me, that's like 
mountain biking and kayaking and camping and stuff like that, outdoor adventure stuff that I just don't do that much anymore. Um, but that's like fun stuff. So I've actually set goals around that. So growth impact fun, that all falls under self. Uh, so relationships is one self is two health that make you know, I think it's pretty self-explanatory health, fitness, mental health, etc. And, and then wealth, wealth is career, professional goals, etc. you know, financial goals. So those are the four areas, relationships, self-health and wealth. And you should, uh, set at least one, as many as two in each of those areas. Okay. So you can have between four and eight goals. Now, if you want to do this your own way, that's fine. If you got just one goal you're trying to achieve right now, that's cool too. Uh, I caution you with the, the single minded focus, the single minded focus worked for me as an athlete, but that took me, uh, headlong into disaster just about in my life when I started using that philosophy in the real world, because it does not work. The single minded focus because single minded focus, if you're married, doesn't work. Single-minded focus, if you're trying to maintain balance in your life, doesn't work. So you've got to have multiple goals in multiple areas in order to, uh, to crush it in every area of your life. And you've got to follow through, have a system for following through, okay? So now you set your goals and you've got to make... So here's some keys and some tips on setting those goals. Make them measurable. Yes, of course, I know you've heard that before. But every time I work with somebody on setting goals, they come back with, uh, I want to be a better husband. Uh, I want to get fit again. Uh, I want to start a business. It's like, wait a second. These aren't measurable, right? you got to make these measurable goals. I want to lose 20 pounds. Uh, I want to make $100,000. I want to run a marathon by uh, November 1st, right? I want to... uh, start a business and make my first $10,000, except what you have to have concrete goals. Now there are some areas where it's going to be hard to set concrete goals like relationships. You know, it's hard to say I want to be, uh, I want my relationship with my wife to be 25% better by Christmas, (laughs) right? How do you do that? So you can make that a process goal. So for me, for example, it's one date night a month, two overnights per year. And I know that may sound like easy, you know, but it's not easy when you got four kids, but that, that, that's, that's my goal. That's our goal. That's my relationship goal, right? Um, it's measurable. It's concrete. It's actionable. So how do you make those goals actionable? Now, the next step, and this is where, so here's the other thing. Don't make that goal something you can achieve like in a week, right? And, and, and that's great if you do. But it's like, okay, what do you what do you do next week now, <laughs> right now? So that should be part of a a larger goal. It's like, uh, you know, if you set your goal to like join uh, join a gym, then uh, it's like, or, or, or get marriage counseling. I don't know, whatever your goal might be. If you do that next week, it's like, okay, done. Well, no, that's part of a larger goal, right? That's a micro goal. These, these shorter-term, smaller goals are micro goals. So your larger goal is going to be something in the next six months, six to 18 months, okay? And then your micro goal is going to be, um, is going to be you know, call a marriage counselor or join the gym or, uh, or you know, whatever, whatever it might be, right? Whatever it might be for you. And now you break these into, here's the key. Here's the, here's the key that I think, well, that I, not that I think, that I know most people miss. And this is the real crux. This is where I'm going to give you nine ways to actually follow through 
on your goals in the real world. So here's the nine ways I'm going to give you. Now, these are all part of micro goals. Okay, so you have your larger overriding goal. Your micro goals, you're going to set these monthly or quarterly, right? There's a, some guy out there, has a, it's called the 90-day year. There's the, uh, I don't know, three-month year. There's different people, right? They're talking about like quarterly goals, essentially, right? So these are, I call them micro goals. They could be quarterly, they could be monthly. You're taking your larger goal and you're going to break it down into monthly bite-sized actionable steps, things you can do, things you can see in the next 30 to 90 days, right? Because you look at this goal, you set it for six months, a year, a year and a half out, maybe even further. And it's like, that's so far out there. You can't see that far down the road, but you can see 30 days down the road. You can see 90 days down the road. So one of the keys is following up and, and, and checking your goals every month. So you take these micro goals. So the micro goal, so if the goal is to lose 20 pounds, your micro goal might be to join a gym, right? And your micro, actually, you might, your micro goal might be like uh, your monthly goal for this month, for September of 2018 when I'm publishing this. Your micro goal could be, if your, go, your overall goal is to lose 20 pounds within the next 12 months, your micro goal, for example, would be visit three gyms in September and check them out, right? Take a free tour, take a tour of three gyms. Um, and, and then, and then, and then you, you do that, you achieve that. And then in October, your goal is pick a gym and go at least once a week. And then in November, it's going to be, um, uh, lose my first three pounds. And then in, you know, December, it might be, it might be the same one. So you might get to a point where it's lose another three pounds. It might be, um, sign up for a class or try a different class or try a group exercise or uh, find a friend to come. You can see how these micro goals add up to accomplishing your goal at the end. So, you know, when my goal is to be an All-American, I wish I had known this back when I was, when I was wrestling. When I, my goal is to actually, I shouldn't say an All-American. My goal is to win the national championship. I, I, I did kind of had these shorter goals. Like I, I, and I didn't really think of it in this framework that I'm giving you right now. Gosh, I wish I had. My life would have been a lot easier. I think it would have been a lot more, um, a lot more clear. But, but I did have some sense of this because I would break it down into working on specific techniques or working on specific uh, uh, physical strength, you know, you know, getting a stronger back or, or uh, stronger legs or getting in better uh, uh, cardio condition or getting better off bottom or developing a certain skill. And I actually had ways that I was doing this now that I look back on it. And actually, so I'd like, I'll give you an example. I would review film with my coach. I'd actually drive to my coach's house at like seven o'clock at night, knock on the door and say, I'd had a VHS back in the VHS days. I'd have the VHS tape in my hand. I'm like, Hey coach, can we watch film? And he's like sitting there with his girlfriend hanging out, watching TV. I'm like, and then we're like watching film, breaking down film and doing moves in the middle of their the living room. But, uh, but it was, uh, so I'd walk away from there and I would take, I would have notes, right? I'd scribble down notes and I would keep these notes in my wrestling shoes. So every day I go to practice, I'd pull my notes out of my shoes. I had to look at them put them in my, my tennis shoes. I put on my wrestling shoes, go to practice. And then after practice, when I, you know, shower, get changed, put on my tennis shoes, I'd have to pull those notes out. I'd have to review them again, go, Oh, did I work on this? Did I do this at practice? And I would literally cross things out if I was done or I felt like I'd accomplished those or, or I would just write new notes. And I kind of had these, this system of, of, of making sure I was, I was following up on, on the micro goals. So, so here we go. I'm going to 
I'm going to I'm going to help you break these down. So the ways to actually attack these micro goals, make them stick. Nine ways. Number one, once you write down your micro goals for the month, put it on your to-do list. So in the example I gave you, it's sign up for a gym. It's, it's, it's check out three gyms. You know, you, you know, first thing might be uh, look up the phone numbers for three gyms, right? That might be the thing you put on it on your to-do list. Here, I'll give you an example of what I'm doing in my life right now. Uh, one of my uh, one of my goals is around my kids is just, you know, relationships with my kids and, and being the best father that I can be. And it's, it's, my goal is actually to identify something every month that I can do to be a better father. And that's a concrete measurable thing. Did I do something? Am I accomplishing that one thing a month? And this month, uh, actually in August and I didn't finish the goal, but it was to download the book, the audio book of boys adrift and start listening to it actually to complete it. So I'm not going to have, I probably won't have completed it by the end of August, but I'm still going to set myself a, a new goal. That'll be part of my micro goal for September. Uh, and you're going to listen to this in September, but, um, or later, but anyway, that, that's kind of how I broke it down. So it's download a book and listen to it about raising boys. I got two boys, I got two girls. So I'm listening to boys adrift. There's an accompanying book called, uh, girls on the edge. And so I'm probably going to listen to that one next. But anyway, that's how I took that micro goal and Number one, first way of nine to follow through on your goals, put it on your to-do list. Number two, set alarms. Okay, so one of my goals in terms of being the the best father that I can be and being the best husband that I can be um, is actually this isn't even this kind of falls more generally under under my goal of uh, being the best husband I can be, which is uh, one date night a month minimum and two overnights per year. Uh, I, I've actually identified this thing that I want to do right now is is doing something nice for Allie uh, at least five times a week. And so here's the here's the action item for you. Here's the number. Here's number two. Set alarms. Set an alarm. So I have an alarm that goes off on my phone every morning to remind me to do something nice. Send a nice text, leave a message, gift card to Starbucks, whatever it is, just to remind Allie that I'm thinking about her, that I love her, and that she's the most important person in my life. And so number two is set alarms. Use your phone. Use technology to help you. You can set reminders. If you have an iPhone, there's like a location app like or a location with a reminder. So every time you pull into a certain parking lot, it reminds you of something. If you want to do something that's based on every time you go to a certain location or something like that, right? So use this technology. It's so awesome. All right. Number three, write your goals down regularly. I actually do this multiple two, three, four times a week, depending on the week, but I write my goals down. I have seven goals right now and I have a notebook and I keep it on my desk and I I literally, in shorthand, it's about a sentence, each one, but I write out my goals. Actually, the micro goal version of my macro goal, of my overall bigger goals. And I write it down. And when I write it down, it's funny because every time I write it down, I inevitably find something that I have to put on my to-do list or I end up picking up my phone and sending somebody a text or doing like, like if I'm writing down my goal of like planning my next date night, then I, I go, oh man, uh, when am I going to do this? And I text Allie, I'm like, hey, you want to go on a date night this weekend or, or let's line somebody else so up so we can, you know, babysitter so we can go on a date. But when I write them down, it reminds me, it makes these things real in my life. Just like putting them on your to-do list would, just like setting alarms would, writing down your goals regularly 
makes these things concrete and real in your life. Okay, number four, join a mastermind group or start one of your own. If you want to learn how to start a mastermind group, go to jimharshawjr.com slash action, punch in your email address, and there's you'll get access to a book. It's, 30, it's, it's how to start in a mastermind group of your own in 30 days or less, quickly and easily. It's, a, it's an ebook. Or, you know, I mean, not or, but, you know, what I do, I have, you know, for, for the Pathfinders, and the Pathfinders are people who have graduated from Reveal Your Path, they get access to the Reveal Your Path Pro uh, guide. It's, it's, it's a mastermind. We have an ongoing monthly mastermind. So, and when you join a mastermind, when you're with a group of people, like Isaac Greeley is one of them. He, he was in episode 156. Isaac was, is one of my clients. He's in the Reveal Your Path Pro. Interviewed him in one episode 156 because he's awesome. And, you know, he, he's been part of it for a long time. This dude achieves things that just people are like, how do, you, how do you get all this done? He has a mastermind group. He has people who hold him accountable. He's part of a team. He's part of people who are invested in him, and he's invested in them just like when he was competing as an athlete. Right. Um, actually, he's still competing as an athlete, which is kind of crazy because he's 42 years old, like I am. Uh, but anyway, uh, join a mastermind group. Number that's number four. Number five. I'm going to put it this way. I'm going to put you put number five this way. There was a man named Milt Campbell. Milt Campbell was an Olympian while he was in high school. Milt Campbell, four years later, he well, he was an Olympian as he was a decathlete in the Olympics for the United States. Qualified for the Olympics as a high schooler. Four years later, qualified for the Olympics again. Won the Olympic gold medal. First African-American ever to win the Olympic gold medal in the decathlon. Milt Campbell went on to play college football at Indiana. Went on to play in the NFL. He was in the same backfield as James Brown. He went on to, after his NFL career, uh, became a black belt in judo. Was an Olympic level uh, athlete in judo. Probably, you know, well, he didn't... He, 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 Probably could have qualified for the Olympics, but in those days there was certainly more discrimination. Um, you know, they said you couldn't uh, qualify for the Olympics as after you've been a professional athlete. But um, he probably could have qualified for the Olympics in judo. But if Milk Campbell was on this, you know, podcast right now, he I would say, "How do you set goals?" And he would he would he would ask you. He would say, "You know, how many people have goals?" He actually was a motivational speaker. He died, I think, in 2012. He used to ask people, how many people set goals? You know, he'd speak. He'd be public speaking. Everybody would raise their hand. He'd say, or at least most people, he'd say, okay, how many of you uh, have your goals written down? Most of the hands would go down. Then he'd say, how many of you have your goals, have them written down, and have them on your person? All the hands would go down. Milt Campbell, everybody talked about his talent. Oh, he's talented, talented athlete. Sure he was. There's, there, that talent's a dime a dozen. There's plenty of talented athletes out there. Milt Campbell wrote down his goals. He wrote down, I want to be an Olympian. He wrote down, I'm going to be an Olympic gold medalist. He wrote down, I'm going to play college football. He wrote down, I'm going to play in the NFL. He wrote down, I'm going to be an Olympian in judo. Didn't get there. Obviously, black belt. I talked to you about his story there. But talented, yes. So are you. So am I. So is everybody else, right? There's a ton of talented people in this world. Milt Campbell wrote down his goals. He kept them on his person. For anybody who's gone through Reveal Your Path, you get, I mail you, the goals cards, right? So you can, on the back of my business card, you can, there's four spots to write down your goals. Okay. Make your own business card, flip it up, grab a business card of your own, right on the back, write your goals, keep it in your wallet. Okay. That is number five. Make sure you have your goals 
written down, physically written down with a pen on paper. Keep them in your wallet so you see them every day. Number six, I'm gonna, I call this a Kmar video because Jared Kmar, who I had on the podcast, episode number 125. Again, Jared's another guy who's been a, a longtime Reveal Your Path fan and client and Pathfinder but Jared brought this to my attention. It's really cool, and I've done this, and it's something I really highly suggest for people who want to set and achieve goal, meaningful goals and actually follow through on them. But he talked about, he learned this somewhere, um, but creating a video, like with iMovie, on, my, on your phone. So download the pictures that you want off the internet or just pictures of yourself and your family. All these pictures and images that represent your goals, put it to music, add text, and watch it. It's it's this real world visualization of your goals, seeing them come to fruition. And when you play this video and you watch it, you actually feel these things for real in the real world. It's like you're seeing your goals happen in front of you. So uh, creating a Kmar video, K A H M A R. That's how I. That's uh. That's Jared Kmar's last name. But uh, I call it a Kmar video because he brought that to my attention, and, and I know a lot of guys, and uh, men and women, I should say. Mostly I work with a lot of men, but, but not exclusively, that's for sure. Um, I've done that, and they love it. So that's, that's number six. Number seven, it's along the same lines as the Kmar video, but it's this. Write out your ideal day, record it, and listen to it. Write out what your ideal day looks like. Open your phone, take your phone out, hit the record button on the voice memo, record yourself listen, record yourself reading it, and then listen to that. Once a week, listen to it. When you do that, your goals are again going to be front and center. They're going to be going to become part of your life. They're not just going to be some document that's that's saved on your computer somewhere or stuck up on a shelf collecting dust. They're going to be real. So I, 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 listen, I know this stuff sounds a little silly. You know, might feel silly reading this and listening to this. I know. But guess what? Uh, I love bringing up this example, but Kyle Dake, four-time NCAA wrestling champion at four different weight classes, a new weight class every year, bumped up a weight class every single year. Nobody ever in the history of wrestling has done that. And he made history. Guess what he did? Every morning, he wrote down his goal. Every evening, he wrote down his goal before bed. Did it once in the morning, once in the evening his first year, freshman year in college. He won the national championship against the odds. Second year, sophomore year, twice in the morning, twice at night. Won the championship again. Third year, you know, sophomore year, junior year, he wrote down three times in the morning, three times at night. Guess what? Four years in a row he did this. Kind of weird, right? Maybe a little crazy. But guess what? People who set, who make history, do these kinds of things. All right. So that is number seven. Number eight. Remember, I got nine of these coming at you, so two more. Number eight, get an accountability partner. Get somebody who you can check in with regularly. For me, it's guys like Travis Macy. For me, it's guys like Charlie Brenneman. Travis Macy, Charlie Brenneman. These are guys that I've had. I've had them both on the podcast, as a matter of fact, so I'm lucky to have these kind of people in my life, but Travis Macy, episode 52, and uh, Charlie Brenneman, he was way back episode, actually Charlie inter- interviewed me, turned the tide and interviewed me in episode 10, but I interviewed Charlie in episode 4. Holy cow, you want to go back and hear me when I was uh, an amateur? 
Holy mackerel. Episode four. I don't even think I had a decent mic back then, but you can check that out. But anyway, Charlie Brenneman, Charlie the Spaniard. These are guys that I check in with regularly, have accountability calls with. And uh, so, so getting those people in your life, finding those people who have a similar mindset as you and check in with them on a regular basis. Here's the last one. Get a coach. Get a coach. Go figure, right? Are you willing to invest? Are you willing to pay somebody that will be fully invested in you? Now, most people aren't. I get it, especially a lot of you know, guys like me, wrestler, individual. I don't need a coach. Nobody needs to tell me what to do. I don't need help. Well, guess what? Bill Gates, uh, Eric Schmidt. Eric Schmidt's the former, he's the chair of Google. Alphabet, actually, is the parent company of Google, former CEO of Google. These guys have coaches. They said everybody, they feel everybody needs a coach. Oprah Winfrey. I don't know. I mean, you look at elite performers, they have coaches. If you're ever an athlete, you had a coach. They held you accountable. They helped you get the most out of yourself. High-performing people have coaches. That's typically the type of person that I'm coaching. They're either a high performer or they want to become a high performer. So get a coach. I'm not saying you have to come talk to me. I'd love to coach you if you're the right fit, but find somebody. Invest in yourself. So those are the nine ways to actually make your goals work, to make this stuff stick. Now, Every year I told you I do, a, I do a yearly reveal your path. I do it. I go through the whole process myself. Again, if you want to do that, you can do it at any time. It's $247 flat rate. You get a call with me. You get all the materials. You get the videos. You get the worksheets. You get everything. You get the daily emails. You get access to the private Facebook group that has Olympians and elite athletes and millionaires and surgeons and educators and doctors and attorneys and entrepreneurs and consultants and all kinds of people from all different walks of life. Awesome, amazing people. You get access to that. But I do this every year for myself. And then you need to make sure you're doing a monthly review of your goals. So if this was helpful for you, Share this with somebody. Share it with one other person. Send them a text. Tell them, hey, listen to episode 162. I think it's 162. I'm recording this in advance, but I'm pretty sure it's at 162. Tell them to check out the episode. Go to jimharshajr.com slash share, and you can share it on Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn. It's an easy one-click button for you. You can share this. You can offer a rating and review on iTunes, which is also super helpful. If you got value, I ask you to just do something like that. Share it with somebody else. That's how this thing grows. As a matter of fact, August was my best month yet. So thank you for those of you who are sharing this. I really, really appreciate that. Until next time, take the time to get clear on your goals and embrace failure as a stepping stone on your path to success. 